Hello, I'm Rabbi Pinchas Salush and welcome to yet another episode. Join me as we illuminate our modern world with lessons from Judaism. If you enjoy the show, please show your support by subscribing to this podcast and I hope you'll give us a five-star rating as it does so much to help grow this community. I welcome your feedback on this episode on any of the other podcasts at rabbialushpodcast at gmail.com. Also, if you want to learn more, please visit me on Facebook and YouTube. So friends, after 210 years of slavery in Egypt, God hears the cry of his people and sends Moses to bring about 10 plagues about the, on the Egyptians and free them from their bondage. In this week's portion, the redemption of the people of Israel finally begins. But there I ask, what about the emotional state of all these slaves? What was God's plan? Did he ask Moses and his co-leaders to provide them with intense therapy after so many years of slavery and trauma? Did he offer them any psychological treatments? Of this, we don't hear a word. By why this insensitivity to the people of Israel? Surely they needed some sort of emotional support and psychological treatment. The reason, I believe, shares a powerful truth. God and Moses were not being indifferent to the emotional state of their people. Instead, at the brink of, brink of their exodus, they focused on that which was vitally needed, actions, not feelings. Moving forward and focusing on the future instead of standing still and analyzing the present. Because friends, sometimes the best way to deal with negative feelings is not to deal with them at all. The best way to fight emotions that bolster despair is to engage in actions that bolster hope. The best remedy for a heart that feels threatened by darkness is a mitzvah, a positive deed that reassures it with a divine light. So Moses tells his nation to put their feelings aside, offer a paschal lamb, eat it with their clock tucked in their belts and their sandals on their feet and their staff in their hands, ready to march forth towards redemption. Sure enough, their anxiety vanishes, their trauma dissipates, and their confidence is regained. The lesson is poignantly clear. At the end of the day, it is our actions, not our feelings, that define who we are. We may experience all sorts of moods, especially during the many fluctuations of this terrible Gaza war of good against evil. But at the end of the day, it is a person's deeds that mold his life. A smile, a helping hand, a generous act can mold us in our lives infinitely more than the emotions of our hearts. In the words of Victor Hugo, the 19th century French poet, our acts make or mar us. We are the children of our own deeds. This applies, friends, to our spiritual and Jewish lives too. For how many of us deprive ourselves of the gift of a mitzvah, of a good deed, just because we are scared? How many of us are reluctant to get involved just because we are intimidated? How many of us are hesitant to move forward in our spiritual journey with study, prayer, or a good deed? just because we are not feeling it. Whatever our mood is during this war, and please God, good will triumph. Let us dwell on our actions much more than we may dwell on our feelings. Fulfill a mitzvah, support Israel through the many good causes out there. Reach out to a friend, light Shabbat candles this Friday and every Friday before Shabbat. Fix a mezuzah, put on tefillin, visit the sick. Come to our congregation, Beth Tefillah, here in Scottsdale, Arizona, for a prayer service, a class, or any of our programs. Make that call to an estranged family member. Give your child the gift of undivided time and attention. Buy your spouse a gift. 
and make those actions an inseparable part of your daily life. In the words of Nike, just do it. I promise you, you won't regret it.